Hello and welcome to the Royal Central podcast from royalcentral.co.uk. I'm Lydia Starbuck, the news editor. I am Monique Blocks, the assistant editor. And I'm Brittany Barger, the deputy editor. And this week we've got quite a big question and one we didn't expect to be talking about in 2020, but that kind of sums 2020 up. Who expected any of it? The question is, <laughs> the question is, um, should illegitimate children get royal titles um, and of course it's in the um, public eye again because Belgium has a new princess the um, illegitimate daughter of King Albert II Delphine who we can no longer call Delphine Boel which is very hard because that's what we've been used to calling mm-hmm. her but she has a new surname and she has a new title she is entitled to be a princess and it's taken quite a few people by surprise I don't think anyone expected at the beginning of this year that Belgium would have um a whole new set of royals because her children get the titles as well so that's what we're talking about whether this is something that's really sensible mm. in 2020 because I have to say to me it seems slightly bizarre at a time when royal families are trying to shrink and keep the focus on the central members to suddenly create a whole new subset who don't even have succession rights yeah <laughs> it's probably a good thing that there are not that many illegitimate children walking around that we know about anyway mm-hmm. yeah I think, you know, we had that debate, Lydia, on um, on the site where we kind of debated this actual topic. But I see both sides. I really do. But at the same time, my legal mind goes into the fact that it's written in the law that this can happen. So that's that. Like, I have a since the law says that the descendants of King Albert can be. or are entitled to the HRH and the princess that's her right that's her legal right it seems only fair and and I also saw someone uh, make this point and and it was a really good point too because she couldn't help that she was born she can't help who her father is she couldn't help the situation yeah and so should she be punished for something that was not her fault Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, it's not her fault. I would say as well, it's not King Philippe's fault. And this is a problem that's landed on King Philippe's lap because he's now King of the Belgians. And um, soon after he became King of the Belgians, Delphine, who we must now call Delphine Saxe-Coburg, if we remember, at some point, I'm sure one of us will call her Delphine Boel, which was her name until the (laughs) first of October. (laughs) Princess Delphine or just Delphine. Anyway, she... uh, as you say, according to the law, she must become an HRH prince or princess. But while it's not her fault, it's not Philippe's fault. Just after he became king of the Belgians, Delphine started her case against Albert. Obviously, that case had been decades in the making. But at the time she was born, Philippe was just a little boy. He didn't know what daddy was up to because mm. he rarely saw his parents, did he? I mean, all three of the children that Albert and Paula had spent quite a lot of time with other people in their childhoods mm-hmm, yeah. so Phil- Philippe didn't know what was going on neither did Delphine and it's kind of this huge mess that Papa Albert has created that they've all kind of got to wade through yeah. it really is a the children paying for the sins of the father type situation and it does and it seems like in just in general when this type of situation happens that's that's what happens the child pays for the sins of the father you look at Princess Beatrice in the UK, how her wedding had to be downgraded because of the Duke of York. I mean, that obviously wasn't the illegitimate child situation. We all know that, but it's 
yeah, you know, it, it's all fun. Yeah, yeah. So, Mo, what do you think? Should Delphine be a princess or should she just be uh, Lady Saxe-Coburg? <laughs> well, I had actually expected her to get like a countess title or something. Um, but to be honest, I wasn't really aware of what exactly the law stated at the time. So if the law says just direct descendants instead of direct legitimate descendants, I mean, it's her right, as Brittany said. And um, it, it's weird because it doesn't mm-hmm. really happen that often. I know um, Monaco had a well, another similar situation, but more, uh, um, how would we say that? Like, uh, they, had a bit of, they had a crisis, I guess, succession say, crisis. Yeah, Princess Charlotte. Princess Monica, Charlotte, yeah. Rat, she yeah, she was the illegitimate daughter of uh, Louis II, yeah. I believe. And she was made a princess and given succession rights, which she passed on to her son, who became Prince Renier, who married Princess Grace. And uh, But that's not the case here. So I, she wasn't needed for the succession. And I don't know, it just, it doesn't feel right in a sense that she's a princess now, but it it's the law in Belgium. So I, it's her right. I, we can't argue with the law. They should have thought about this before. I mean, the law dates from 1993 originally or 1991. 1991. Yeah, so. And it's a strange law, isn't it? Because it is yeah. really, really odd. Yeah. This law was written in 1991 to replace laws that were almost a century old. And at mm. no point anyone thought about inserting the word legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe they thought it would be a flag to say there are illegitimate children. Yeah. The, the laws we're yeah. talking about are very much focused on King Albert, aren't they? That before that, people had the right of descent from King Leopold I, but it was through the male line. And the law was changed to make sure that women and their descendants had succession rights. So maybe there was a concern. You don't know. We're kind of guessing yeah. that if you focus all the law on Albert and then keep sticking the word legitimate in everywhere, there's a presumption that there are <laughs> illegitimate well, children. If there's one royal family that has plenty of illegitimate children, it's it's it or at least it was Belgium. And it is now. <laughs> and it is still, yeah. <laughs> the family tradition lives and breathes. But yeah, the, the law was made in ninety one. And then even when it was amended in twenty fifteen, mm. the word legitimate remained absent and that's where the issue has arisen because yeah. the the law does say the descendants of Valvere just yeah. the children and grandchildren now that was the 2015 amendment the, yeah. the the children and the grandchildren of the king yeah and in both the male and female line yeah our, our prince and princess and then 2015 added that the children of the crown princess or prince will have an hrh and the prince title as well so we know in future elizabeth's kids will have it and her siblings won't be giving the title to their children unless they create another crazy law which <laughs> it to be spread far and wide but it's you, that never know. Ab- you never know it's that absence of that one word that's caused this situation yeah it's the opposite of what happened in luxembourg because luxembourg they passed um the new laws of succession back um in 2011 to allow women to also be able to ascend the throne Mm. and it said um any legitimate female descendant and it was made that that impacted the descendants of only grand duke grand duke (laughs) Duke, (laughs) henry so 
it's 1 30 in the morning where I'm at <laughs> to all our listeners in my defense um so you know at least Luxembourg was thinking when they wrote that law so they can't really have have that come about you know mm. well and also that, yeah there's a close connection between Luxembourg and Belgium so maybe Henri had learned from Albert's yeah. mistakes if the family was starting to find out always say legitimate <laughs> exactly their first cousins so maybe yeah. <laughs> he, he saw that and so i'm not i'm not making the mistake of my cousin <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> but it so, is yeah. a strange situation isn't it and it's one you can't really imagine happening anywhere i couldn't have imagined it happening in belgium but if you think of the british royal family if yeah. a child were to spring up from somewhere who had been born outside of a marriage, you can't ever imagine them being given that title. We've had lots of famous illegitimate royals in British royal history, but none of them have become an HRH, certainly not by dint of birth. They might have gone off and married other people and ended up with some kind of royal status, but they were always given the surname Fitz, which means child of, or, you know, Charles II created endless dukedoms for his many illegitimate offspring, but none of them even for someone like Charles II or Henry VIII, when he was desperate for a a son and had an illegitimate boy, none of them were made royal. None of them were given succession rights. So it is a very unusual thing to happen. Yeah, definitely. And I I think it's probably a good thing that she won't be included in the succession because that would just create a whole mess. Mm. Uh, And she was, of course, born after Mm. Albert and Paul's children, so it wouldn't have mattered that much anyway, but it's um it's just a very complicated situation and I'm I'm sure we'll see more of Delphine in the future but I'm I'm curious to see how she'll be uh embraced in the family if at all yeah because that's the immediate problem for them now isn't it this decision yeah. made uh where well, it became public on October the 1st we weren't expecting it till the end of the month but on mm. October the 1st her lawyers confirmed that she would be entitled to the royal status and this wonderful surname borrowed from the late 19th century of <laughs> Coburg. Um, but it's only just happened. And of course, they can't put their heads in the sand and pretend it's not happened. Albert's tried that for how many years now? <laughs> and it's That's what got him in this situation. <laughs> yeah. But now she is, I mean, it's been talked about around the world. She is a new princess. Her children are a prince and a princess how do they and move forward and it will be up to king philippe won't it because we all know that the only time albert's ever spoken of it he issued that very sour statement which lost him even more sympathy and then he's never said another word yeah well if anyone can deal with this it's probably philippe and matilde because they're just lovely people from what i've seen of them if anyone can handle it it's them yeah, they are. They're lovely. And they've been really, really good. That's the thing. I mean, the other the other side of this is King Albert II was a really good constitutional monarch and he had won a lot of praise through his two decades as monarch. But Philippe has been really, really good. And I think both of them, they were both unexpected monarchs and no one really thought they would be that good at the job. And they've both turned out to be really, really good at the job. Philippe in particular comes across so well and he has that lovely family set up which just makes everyone feel warm and fuzzy every time you see them all together. (laughs) So, yes, if anyone can do it, you can imagine Matilde with her arm around Delphine at some point at some minor engagement that Paola's invited to. Um, And (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, because that's the other thing as well. We're kind yeah. of laughing about it, but it's a really sensitive time for Queen Paola as well, because yeah. whatever happened in their marriage to bring this situation about, it's a reminder of a yeah. very painful time for her. She knows her husband had an affair. She knows he's had a child with another woman and she's got to walk out with a big smile on her face and pretend it hasn't hurt her. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the disadvantage of royal life in general. Their their life is so, so much in the public eye that anything like this is played out before the public. They can't They can't hide away. They can't really show their emotions as much as we could because we don't have the cameras outside our front doorstep when something goes wrong. Um, and that's, you know, a huge disadvantage and, you know, a price I guess they pay for the many luxuries that they, they have as, as Royals Royals. But going forward, it is probably a bit of a reminder to all Royal dynasties if they needed one that, the pressure always remains on on the public image, the public facing image of the family, because the big shock of this is this kind of creation of three new royals and this perceived image of, you know, there being more people that the state is going to have to provide for. She's not going to get a state allowance. She will get some of Albert's money when he dies. But it's never a good look, is it? Especially in a year when people have had a hard time through no fault of their own through the pandemic to suddenly acquire a new wing of the family and a lot of European families have worked very hard over the past decades as changes have come in to make sure that doesn't happen. I mean, in the Netherlands, as soon as someone abdicates, you're out, aren't you? Unless you're particularly well linked to the new monarch. Mm. Yeah, there's a certain degree of kinship that you need to have uh, to be in the line of succession. Yeah. And that kind of helps, doesn't it? Because it keeps mm. shrinking the line of succession down. I mean, in the UK, the line of succession is, I don't know, I, mean, I, I may well be in it somewhere <laughs> in the 10 million, yeah. you know, but there, there's no cap on it. Whereas in the Netherlands, there is, in Norway, there is. In a lot of countries, they kind of trim it right back. And in Sweden, they even went as far as to take away royal status, didn't they, from the grandchildren of King Carl Gustav, some of them, just last year because of this awareness of keeping the focus on Victoria and her family, who will carry the line forward. They didn't lose their place in the line of succession, though. They just lost their HRH. But the line of succession ends with Adrian. So, so she, yeah, but it kind of it was it was kind of a, a quite a modern stance, wasn't it? To mm-hmm. say, well, actually, they're not going to be HRH anymore. We'd already yeah. given the title of prince or princess. They'll keep that because it would be cruel to take it away from them. Mm-hmm. But actually, going forward, it's kind of a, a reminder that they will shift away. Yeah, they won't be working royals, and yeah, their I mean, kids. We're not going to see their kids be titled or anything, or yeah. probably in the line of succession. That line of succession is going to going to end with Adrian. But I suppose it's a reminder as well that the world is changing. And I mean, here in the UK, the majority of children now are born to parents who aren't married to one another. Mm. And even, you know, 50 years ago, when Delphine was first beginning her big adventure in life and Albert and Paola's other kids were staying with friends in various posh houses around Belgium, most children were born within marriage. Now, an increasing number aren't. So, it is an issue that royalty is probably going to have to deal with because as we go mm. forward, yes, there's an expectation that the new generation of rulers will marry and will get the royal wedding and then they'll have the baby. But it's not necessarily going to pan out that way because life is now very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, we, I, we've we've seen it happen. Some there are some um, defunct royals who have children out of wedlock, and uh, of course, there's not really a big issue there. But uh, you're right; it, it is going to affect uh, a lot of people because I believe there's also something to do with human rights that says you can't treat children born out of wedlock any differently than children who are born in a marriage. So it, it could become an issue in the future. It could. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And like you say, Brittany, Belgium was kind of staved from any more trauma because Delphine is younger. Yeah. The three legitimate children. So had she been older than Philippe or kind of in between Philippe and Astrid, yeah. the situation does get messier, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. It really doesn't matter if she goes into the succession. The succession's secure. Philippe has four kids. Astrid's got five. Laurent's doing whatever he wants to, but he's got three kids <laughs> as well. So she'd she'd follow them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But had she been that bit older and the law says she can be a princess but not in the succession, like you were saying, Mo, now it mm-hmm. is a, an issue of human rights. It's not just we're royals, we've made the rules. It has to embrace the rest of life. Otherwise, you're just seen as too out of touch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we will see. Belgium traditionally has quite a few Christmas events. I don't know if they'll happen this year because of the pandemic. But we will see if Delphine turns up at any of those. Um, And we will keep following the story um, on royalcentral.co.uk. But for now, we'll say thank you for listening and bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.